again, a thorough introduction to this bad boy. Okay, so what I got to do, and again, given the fact that we have what technically seven hours, obviously including today, ooh we okay. So again, there are a number of different things that we would have to do with the structure, the written expression. Uh, the listening, okay, the listening is a little bit crazy. I think we'll have to do a full test on that. Um, let's see what happens towards the end of next week. Um, reading, okay, some reading questions and stuff like that. We'll have to go over it. But uh, yeah, what we're going to have to do for the most part is we're going to have to squeeze in a lot over the next two hours. Uh, not today, well, you know, over the next two hours yeah. in terms of the seven hours you got in terms of your structure and your written expression. So here we go. You gotta understand the basics. I'm gonna go over this a little bit quickly. So again, it's being recorded. You'll be able to go back. You'll be able to take notes on it again, yeah? Okay. So here we go. It says incomplete independent clauses, okay? So basically you gotta know and understand your basic subject and verb. That's what it comes down to. So what we have here, we have, oh my God. Hold on, two seconds. Okay, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, you can hear me. Okay, great, great, great. I had to move my microphone just a little bit because I'm actually outside. So here we go. People need vitamins. We have a basic subject, verb, and direct object in one sentence. Okay? Those are the basics you got to know. Yes, subject and your verb. Always identify them. Okay? The man took a vitamin pill. This is another article. Okay, subject, man, verb, took a vitamin pill, pill, obviously, being the direct object of vitamin, there it is, okay? Judy lives in Northern California, okay, subject, verb, followed by a prepositional phrase. In the summer, that's an adverbial time clause, we're given an indication to when a specific thing, moment, event, whatever it may happen, occurs. So we say in the summer, in the winter, by 3.55 p.m., those are called adverbial time phrases. And then it says, Tom, subject, walks, verb, to his office, prepositional phrase. All right, so these are your basic subject verb sentences. I just want to hurry up. And obviously show you that before we get into the next crazy phase. All right. So okay. again, like I said, like, and you know, um, obviously, you know, me doing this for free, what I do, I just hurry up and go over some of the lessons that I actually have on my course. Um, and then it's all about just like hitting them off. So again, obviously me haven't already explained that. What we're going to do, we're going to go over some sample questions. Okay. So here we go, let's get this into, okay? Subject, verb, compliment. A compliment is a DO. So what we have here, it says the art of storytelling. Now we see almost as old as humanity, as, adjective, as. That's basically us showing a correlation or a comparison, okay? It's as old as what? Humanity, meaning it is very old. Now. It doesn't matter, Abdiel. What we have to do is identify the subject and the verb. The subject of the sentence is art of storytelling. But where is the verb? Right? There is no verb in the sentence. So what we're looking for is is. Exactly. 
Okay, so what we can hurry up and do is process of elimination. This is a technique. Hurry up and eliminate the bad answers. So D being is the bad answer, right? Yeah. Because there's no verb. And guess what? C is a bad, uh, bad answer too. Why? Because we do not need a second subject. It. In the art of storytelling, that means there are now two subjects in the sentence. And that we do not need. Right? And so the art of storytelling, it. Basically, if we were to add it, Abdiel, it would mean the art of storytelling, the art of storytelling. We would literally say it back to back times. We need one subject and one verb for an independent clause. So the answer would be B. Okay, right. now in your answers, you're going to see a lot of that. This is a relative pronoun, and it literally, it's called an adjective clause when you combine two independent clauses. I'll speak about that later, okay? But what I did there, Abdiel, is found the subject, art of storytelling, the verb. Where is it? It's missing. Being is not a, uh, a verb, okay? It in C is already, there's already a subject. So we're not going to add a second subject. All right. So All those right. are the absolute basics. Ow, my back. Okay, so <laughs> those are the absolute, sorry. Okay, up oh, my, my microphone. Okay, I just move it a little bit. Okay, we're good. Okay, all right. So that's the basics. Are you following me here? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. Okay, okay, great, great, great. Okay, so here we go. In the second sentence, obviously, it says, space a few of the sounds produced by insects can be heard by humans. Now, if we're looking at this, it says here, it's a little confusing because obviously, if we look at all of these answers, okay, only, 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 and only. However, D with preposition. C, relative pronoun. B, there is acting as a subject in the sentence. So basically, we have a subject and a verb followed by only. And then A, we have only. Now, if we see here only a few of the sounds, that's your subject. So we cannot use B. Okay, because we already have a subject. And there in this sentence, and there at the beginning of a sentence, is a subject, right? And so we could hurry up and eliminate B just because we do not need a second subject in the sentence. Then there's that. That at the beginning of the sentence, okay, I'll talk about that a little bit later. But no, with at the beginning of the sentence, it could happen. But because we already have a subject, Insects, okay, and then obviously heard is the main verb. There is no is, there is no are. Okay, you basically have a subject and sounds and heard is the verb. So we cannot use be. See, there are not two adjective clauses and two main verbs in the sentence. Therefore, we will not use a relative pronoun. 
And then obviously, D with, that's a bad sentence in its own. I'll explain that a little bit more later. But there it is. These are the basics, okay? So obviously, you know, we could go a little bit more into it, but I want to make sure I hit off everything. So there and it, you probably got a little bit confused. <laughs> All the, right. So yeah, go the, ahead, Abdiya. The best option is A, right? Letter A. Yep, 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 yep. Only, only would be the answer. Correct. Yeah, it's, it's a little bit tricky with letter B. With there and it, correct? Yeah. I, I, at the first time when I see the the sentence, I choose only, but almost I choose my, I choose B because it's a little bit confused. But now with your explanation, I understand very well. Thank you. Good, good. And, th and this is an excellent way to hurry up and reemphasize exactly you know what you uh what you're trying to get from that because what it comes down to is there is called an expletive right so basically there could be used as a subject of a sentence so if i hurry up and show you this sentence it says there are many skyscrapers skyscrapers are not are not the subject of the sentence okay there is so the subject in this sentence and with there being at the beginning is the subject, okay? There mm -hmm. are many skyscrapers where? In New York City, prepositional phrase with the object of the preposition. Or their subject was, verb, a good movie, which is your basic article noun, um, I'm sorry, article adjective noun, on television last night. There as an object, I'm sorry, there as a subject of a sentence. Okay? okay, so here we go. What I wanna do is hurry up and show you this whole time phrase and relative clause, adverbial, all of that. So if we look here, it says, it is important to be punctual for uh, appointments. So this is the verb to be is plus an adjective important plus an infinitive to be and an, an infinitive always starts with to as in to all right so keep that in mind another one is it was in 1959 this is with the verb to be was followed by an adverbial in 1959 plus a noun clause a noun clause normally starts with that which is a relative pronoun, making it an adjective clause and connecting an independent clause with that. So an independent clause is, oh, Alaska became another subject, another verb. So that's, anytime you see that, normally you'll have two verbs, two main verbs. Sometimes you'll have two subjects, two verbs. Sometimes even you would have three verbs. So anytime you see that in a sentence with sentence verb, that is okay. Okay. All right. Another one is it takes a long time. This is man, what is microphone? It's terrible. Hold on. Let me hurry up and pick this up real quick. Absolutely terrible. Okay, get it out of here. Okay, you can hear me, right? Okay. Yeah. Man, my, my, 
it's getting bad. It's getting real bad with my microphone. Okay. All right. Um, anyways. Okay. So let's look at the next one. It says it takes a long time to learn a language. Now, this is the verb to take. Okay. Okay. Plus a time phrase, a long time. Plus an infinitive. Okay. Which is to learn. Always the preposition followed by a verb. All right. And then the last one, it was David who did most of the work. So this is the verb to be was plus a noun, David, plus a relative clause, meaning you have a who, what, where, when. In this sentence, you have who. A relative clause is basically that relative pronoun combining another clause with another one. All right, it's a lot. I know, it's a lot. It's a lot. I know, I know, I know. Does that make sense? Do you have any questions? Yeah. Exactly. Well, basically, I have been studying this lesson, but, you know, we need to refresh our mind sometime. Mm -hmm. And it's a good idea. Uh -huh. it's, it's really good. Yeah. And so again, like, like, it's a, listen, I could give you a real quick story. Being back in 10th grade of high school, I remember we were dissected sentences similar to what I'm actually doing with you right now. And while I was dissecting sentences um, in Mr. Blackmer's class, I actually got really poor grades. And so I had to spend an entire Sunday at one of my friend, uh, one of my friend's house, uh, Oneida learning what a subject and a verb was but once i did it made it a lot easier all right so yeah again it could be really 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 tricky uh but it's all what it comes down to which is process of elimination abdiel that's what's going to help you a significant amount okay so just keep that in mind so here we go number one in the united states prepositional phrase comma now, what are we missing right now? What comes before, normally, before a verb? What comes before a verb? Okay, I have my subject. That is in United States, right? Right. So, if you I, see space I, I need, is... I need, I need the verb. No, no, no. We have a verb. Is is the verb, right? Yeah. You need a subject. Got it, got it. Yeah. Okay, does that make sense? Okay, so exactly. what is the only answer with the subject? Let it go. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Is letter C. But that has a relative pronoun, where water treatment. So you see a recurring or a recurrence in all of the sentences, right? It says water treatment, water treatment, water treatment, water treatment. Therefore, water treatment must be a subject, right? Okay. Uh, letter B for me is, is, the, is the best option. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Subject plus your verb. Good. Congratulations. You got it. 
Thank Felicidades. You. That's right. You got it, <laughs> yeah. buddy. Okay. We're already one foot in the door. You see, it's all about knowing the basics. Okay. okay. So look at number two. Due process of elimination this time, Abdiel. Which answers would you eliminate? Number two. Okay, good. Number two. Awesome. Letter A. Excellent, because we already have the subject of a sentence. So why do we need an extra pronoun? Oh, let's go. You got a 50-50 chance at the end. Okay. Mr. Atencio Vega. <laughs> I, will <el> I will eliminate C. Now, why did you choose D as an answer? Cor correcto. Why did you choose it yeah. as an answer? Because I need my my verb next to the subject. There you go. There you go. Okay, you're understanding the basics. You're understanding the basics. Okay, let's hurry up and go over uh, to uh, let's go over to these two. Number 11 and number 12. Number 11, space by cosmic rays. Now, anytime you see by, especially at the end, cosmic rays is actually the subject of a sentence, in an active sentence. But because this is passive, cosmic rays comes at the end of a sentence and the object is pushed to the front. So what we need is an object at the beginning of a sentence. So when A, it says the earth is constantly bombarded. B says bombarded constantly, comma, the earth. C, bombarding the earth constantly. And then D, the earth's constant bombardment. Now, what answers would you eliminate? D, C, and B. Okay, hold on. So I was like, okay, oh, why? Why did you eliminate all the bad answers? Because it passes void, right? So I need in pass. That's right. That's right. So then you're going to put the object, which is the earth, followed by the subject, which is, is, and then we have an adverb constantly bombarded is the past participle. Good job. Yeah. There it is. Okay. Not bad. Not bad at all. Okay. So you know the basics. Do you have any questions? No problem. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> it's all right this, for the moment. This is a good one. Let's do, uh, let's do number 21 and 22. 21, it says, when bats are at rest, comma, mm, hang upside down. Who's that? Um, ice cream delivery. Oh, really? I just, or, no, I just order like at the company. What company? At my office, we order and then I have to bring it for them next Monday. Oh, that's confusing. Okay, sorry, Abdiel. I'm sorry, I got thrown off. Okay, okay, so check it's this okay. out. What we have, we have a relative pronoun at the beginning. <clears throat> we have the subject, bats. We have are, a verb, at rest. 
Now check this out, Abdiel. When you see a relative pronoun when at the ba- uh, at the beginning, check after the comma. Hang is another main verb. That therefore we have two main verbs in this sentence. We have a subject. So, are you going? So, what answers would you quickly eliminate? Now, this is called a parallel structure. We're going to be getting into this very soon. I eliminate B. Excellent. Good. And? Two. Uh, C. Excellent. Okay, so now you got a 50-50. Yeah. Um, I eliminate us. As. Because you're not comparing anything. So what we have here, they are, and then they they hang. Subject, subject, verb, verb. This is called a parallel structure, which we will be talking about very soon. <clears throat> Phenomenal. All right, Abdiel, we know the basics. We know the basics of every, like, like the very, very basics. So now what I want to dive into are the relative pronouns to make a little bit more sense. All right? Okay. So here we go. I want you to look at this. Now, again, you having the video after this is going to be fantastic. So what we have, we have who, whom, whose, which, that, where, when. These are the relative pronouns which you will absolutely see in your test. Okay? So please keep that in mind. Now, obviously, having this template, you could just go to, I don't know, the 25-minute 25, uh, 25 mark. You'll be able to see this and make sure you keep drilling it in your head, okay? So, again, with that being said, what we have here and what I just want to hurry up and, you know, just show you is, let's look at this one, for instance. The melting point, okay, is the temperature space a solid changes uh i'm sorry a solid changes to a liquid now a which b at which c which at and then d at now tip number one you will never see a relative pronoun before a preposition c is a bad answer always remember that okay you probably will see that on the test All right, so normally when you see a relative pronoun, you will either see at which, on which, or in which. All right, now, obviously, Mm -hmm. because we already see changes and we see is, that means we have two verbs in the sentence. So we need a relative pronoun. Therefore, you will quickly eliminate D, at. So then now we have A, which, and then B, at which. Now, this is a little bit hard, okay? But A, I wrote down because a preposition is needed before an adjective clause. Now, does this happen and applies to all? No. But if you see at any time, Abdiel, a question that has a relative pronoun by itself, and then one that has a preposition before it, please choose the one that has a preposition before it, okay? Mm-hmm. All right, good, good. Could, All right, could, yeah, yeah could go you, ahead. Could go you ahead. 
could, could you give me an example using at which? I don't remember. Using at which, right? At which, yeah. Okay, in which Okay, the, 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 the best answer in this one is A. No, no, actually it's B. It's B? Okay. Yes. Could you, could you explain me a little bit? Sure, more? sure, sure. So let's look here, okay? Let's check out this next one. It says there are six types of flamingos, comma, all of which is the answer. Okay. Now, you're probably saying, Arsenio, why am I going to go with of? Well, let's look at, uh, let's look at, oh, man, this isn't that, that's, this isn't really that good. But what happens here, there's a specific pattern that you must follow, okay? Okay. And if you ever, again, just as I said in the previous sentence, see all, and for whatever reason you have of which, Okay. That would always be the answer. Always. Now, because one, all of which we're combining two clauses. So if you look here, there are six types of flamingos. We have two subjects and we have, uh, what is it? Yeah, we have there, we have flamingos, we have are, and we have have. So we need a relative pronoun. So to okay. be honest with you, even by answering this question, very quick, Abdiel, you probably see it and say, oh, because there are two verbs and two subjects, I have to hurry up and eliminate A of them and D, they. Because you need a relative pronoun to connect the clauses. Okay. So are you going to connect it by saying all that have long legs or all of which have long legs? <clears throat> the correct pattern which is right here, is a quantity word, which is all, plus of, plus a marker. Now, this marker, yes, it could have been a as in them, but because we need a relative pronoun to connect two independent clauses, we cannot use them. We would use which. So of which, at which, in which, on which you will see this a lot okay. and i'm gonna we're gonna keep going over it. you're gonna see more of them as we go on i'm gonna keep you know practicing this with you okay okay <clears throat> all right so i think we have a oh no we don't have any more oh that's a damn shame okay aha here we go this is easy oh, of course i should have just showed you like the whole thing here so what we have here I want to show you this real quick. Okay. Adjective clause markers, which and whom, can also be used as objects of prepositions. So let me give you an example of this. If we look at the first sentence, it says, that is the topic, period, I will write on it. Those are two simple sentences. That is being used as the subject of the sentence followed by is. And then I will write on it. There it is. However, we can combine it, okay, and use which as an object of the preposition by saying that is the topic on which we're using it as an object of a preposition. I will write it. That preposition obviously being on. And it's the object coming after. 
All right, these are very, very good formulas. So if we look here, quantity were plus of plus a relative clause. So basically two simple sentences. He met with two advisors, okay? You got your subject, you got your, your verb plus obviously your DO. He had known both of them for years. Two simple sentences, done, easy, done. However, we could combine them by using an adjective clause in this specific pattern, quantity word plus of plus relative clause. He met with two advisors, comma, both of whom, whom because advisors, he had known for years. We're using, again, uh, what is it? Uh, the whom as the object of a preposition. If we look at that next sentence at the bottom, right down here, it says, I read a number of articles, comma, most of which were very useful. Okay, so if you see any part of a relative clause, okay, it could be missing, but most often the marker and the subject and the verb are missing. Now, that marker is your relative pronoun. And by looking at these little things right here that I have on the screen, you should be able to at least understand exactly. Ooh, Arsenio taught me about this. Okay, object of the preposition. Pattern. L eliminate the bad answers. There'll be at least two of them, maybe even three. If you get three, boom, winner. Okay. Now, if there are two, that's what you'll have to ask yourself, okay? Okay. Ooh, that's a lot. That is a lot. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. So, yeah. Anyways, and so to hurry up and quickly sum this up, the adjective clause marker is joined sentence replaces it, okay? So, the object of the verb, bought right if you look at this one right up here okay so the painting was very expensive miss wallace bought it or we could say the painting which miss wallace bought was very expensive that's another way you could see it okay okay there it is we're running down hey listen we are doing a lot how are you feeling <laughs> abdiel are you feeling good yeah i'm feeling very good thank you okay good 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 okay 